Hello, 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 my geniuses. It is me, Stacey McGee, your head genius over here at Girl Genius Inventors, where we teach you to share your genius with the world. So today, uh, we're going to talk to you about finding a unicorn. And what exactly is a unicorn? A unicorn is that one product, that product that everybody wants to have that goes wild, goes crazy, and goes viral. And I'm going to teach you today the three best ways that I know how to get your product noticed and launch the next must-have viral product. So let's just jump into this. And I know that a lot of us think the same way. And we wonder how products become viral. How, we look at things and how did that come viral? How did that guy make money doing that? Or you look at your competitor and you think, wow, how are they viral when my product is so much better than what they're offering? And really honestly, products are either inherently viral or they're not. But there are things that you can do and ways that you can set your product up to be inherently viral. So if you don't have that one in a million unicorn product, you can set your product up to be that way. And you might sit there and ask yourself, how do you know? How do I know if my product is going to be it? If it's going to have that it factor, that on fire, that hot product, you know, and it's like, and some people will tell you, well, you don't really know. You don't know how people are going to respond. But I'm going to tell you that if you do these things and these steps that I'm going to teach you, that you will actually have a pretty good idea that your product is set up to be that it factor. And you can set your product up to succeed using these steps. And you can set this up so that when people look at that, they, they look at your advertising, they look at your video, they look at your product, and they're like, oh, I need that in my life. And they're going to share it. And sharing is what makes your products go viral. You want people to share. Share, share, like, tweet. Put your product out there in media. Because media is really crowded right now. And everybody is clamoring for the same space. So you want to have your product be something that people are going to say, oh, I need that. I need to share it. I need my friends to know about it. I, you're going to click that share button and you're going to go, you guys have to check this out because this is freaking awesome. And that is what we're talking about with getting that unicorn, that viral product, that thing that people get so excited about that they just cannot contain themselves. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about one of my viral products. And this is my little unicorn mascot for my company, the Unicorn Box Company. And this company actually kind of started as kind of a half joke and a half dare. I call it my accidental company. And this company started over a year ago when I was talking to one of my friends. And I believe we were talking about how there was a guy on Kickstarter selling potato salad. And I was like, this is ridiculous. How is this guy doing this? This is crazy. And we were talking about how, how insane that we thought it was that this guy was making all of this money selling 
potato salad. And I made the comment that I said, you know what? I bet you could just sell pretty much anything on Kickstarter and make money at it. And I bet you I could do the same thing. And my friend was like, I bet you can. And I said, no, let's do it. Let's try this. And so I said, I'm going to sell poop on Kickstarter. I'm going to sell unicorn poop because if things are rainbow and sparkly and unicorn related, people are going to love it. And my friend's like, okay, do it. And she actually worked with me a little bit on this project and we were doing this together. And then she kind of lost faith and she's like, I don't know if it's going to work. And I kind of was like, Oh, I don't know if it's going to work either. Yeah. We just set it aside. And this product sat in a mostly complete state for over a year, just sitting there doing nothing. And I kept bringing it up every once in a while, like, hey, we should finish this. We should finish this. And she'd bring it up. Oh, we need to do this. We need to do this. And, you know, we just didn't, you know, I had a rough year this year and things didn't quite happen. And it finally got to the point where she was like, just launch the dang product already. And I was like, okay, fine. I'm doing it. And I just got on a Kickstarter and I'm like, okay, click. And I hit that button, that button that makes that Kickstarter live. And I went, oh. <gasps> Okay, I did it. And then I left and I went to my little convention. And you guys kind of the rest of the story, how I got sick at my convention. But this product was kind of running in the background and it was picking up followers. And one of the things that I've learned is that I had these three must-haves. But if you don't have these must-haves that I'm going to teach you about, that your product's not going to go viral. And I'm going to show you how this product started to go viral. This is the Facebook page for Unicorn Box Company. Feel free to pull it up. And you will see under the screen line right here that I have 3,947 likes on this page. Those 3,497 likes, or sorry, I can't math or number. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> Um, these 3,947 likes I received on my Facebook page in the matter of three weeks. Three weeks, right? And you guys are probably wondering, oh my gosh, how the heck did you do this? I can't get that many likes in a year on my page. Or I don't have nearly that many likes and I've been in business X number of years. Okay, I'm teaching you guys. I'm going to teach you the viral factor, the thing that is going to get people so excited that they're going to have to be on your page and they're going to want to be a part of your page. So let's move on here. So what you want to do is when you're targeting your customer, you want them to stop and you want them to take notice and they, you want them to go, oh, what's that? That looks like something I might like. That looks interesting. That looks like something that I need. You want them to stop. You want them to take notice of what you are doing. And the ways that you're going to do this is number one, so this is the one thing, and you can start writing these down. You want to make an emotional connection with your customer. And you want them to be so emotionally involved and attached to your brand that they would walk across hot coals for your company, right? And you were probably wondering, well, how do I do this? You want your brand and your company and your product to do these three things. You want it to trigger emotion. 
And so what we mean by trigger emotion is that when your customer or your potential customers see your product, you want them to go, ooh, wow, that makes me feel happy, that makes me feel good, that makes me feel complete. Whatever you want them to feel about your product, you wanna trigger that emotion in them. And that's gonna be different for different kinds of products. So if your product is a travel agency, the emotion you want to trigger is freedom, is relaxation, right? Um, Unicorn box, the emotion that we're triggering is happy, is joyful, a little wacky, a little fun, right? And you want that emotion to create a strong connection with your ideal client, right? So you want them to go, they know me, that company gets me, they get who I am, what I am, and what I am about, right? And you want to entertain them. You want them to go, oh my gosh, this is so great. This is so awesome. And you either want to make them laugh, you want to make them cry. You, you want to trigger emotions in what you do. So we're going to look at these little pictures. And here's a little picture of this really cute little puppy. And he's covered in paint. And he's got paintbrush everywhere. And this is this picture will probably trigger one of two emotions with you. Either one, you're going to go, oh, how freaking cute. Or you're going to get the trigger of the emotion of, oh, what a mess. That's going to be a pain in the butt to clean up right? So this puppy is triggering emotions. Hopefully you thought he was as cute as I did, right? And you're also going to think about when you're looking at your customer, triggering a deeper emotion. So this is a Dalmatian puppy and you're going to trigger an even deeper emotional connection using this picture and putting this picture in front of Dalmatian dog and puppy owners, right? So you look at the levels of connection. The next picture is this guy. And you're going to look at this guy and you're going to think one of two things. You might be a girl and you might go, ooh, he's kind of sexy. Or you could be a guy going, okay, what? Yeah, it's a dude. His tattoos might be nice. Um, But he's triggering emotions, right? And so we're looking at choosing branding, choosing a message, being consistent with that, that's going to trigger your emotion. You want that slogan, your tagline that's with your company to be easy to remember and convey your brand, your strength in a single emotion and line right? Okay. So we're going to move on. Billy Mays, everybody knows Billy Mays because he was consistent in his branding, in his personal branding and his business business branding, right? You just, you know, if you, someone says Billy Mays, you know who he is and what he's about because he's consistent in his branding, right? Consistent in his slogan, in the way he dressed, in the way he talked. He was Billy Mays and no one else can imitate that, right? Okay, so now we're going to talk about the second component, and this is the visibility, 
right? And visibility is more than just being on social media. Visibility is more than having an ad out there or a TV commercial. Visibility is what your brand and your product that what about it that makes people take notice that makes people go, Oh, I need to find out more. Oh, that company is what I I need. Right. Okay. And so one of the ways that we work on that visibility is with our branding and our brand message. And that's the look and feel of your company right? So how your customers look at your company, how they feel about your company, and the message that your company portrays. So you need to have an easily identifiable logo. You need to have a short tagline. Your business name should be short and memorable. Um, You need to have images, videos, whatever it is that highlights your company culture, your products, your services, um, as well as the people or the person behind the logo. So who you are, and that needs to be really consistent. So for example, a brand selling retro clothing, they might want to have a retro look in all their photos, perhaps, you know, black and white, you know, the women will wear red lipstick, you know, they're painting the picture of their brand right? Um, Shareability and word of mouth. This is so important to have. So incredibly important because this is your viral factor. What you are doing needs to be shareable. It needs to have that factor where people look at that and go, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I have to share this with my friends. And it has to be something where they'll say, this is so cool. This is so crazy. This is so wild. This is just what I need. Oh, this made me cry. Triggering the emotion so that people will share it because we are all about word of mouth now. If you research a product and you're looking at a new product that you want, that you need, you're going to go to where? Amazon? You're going to check out reviews. You're going to go to Facebook. You're going to look for reviews. And those reviews, those things, your shareability and your word of mouth is how you're going to, to, to sell your product. One of my products that I launched six years ago, I had one share in an industry-specific Facebook forum. So you know that I I have a cloth diaper company and I had created this cloth diaper fastener. I had one person who shared my product and my launch with this cloth diaper forum and it went viral because people were so excited about what it was uh, that they kept sharing it. And that entire first shipment of that product had completely sold out before the product even hit my door based on that shareability and that word of mouth, right? And that goes into target audience. You want to make sure that you're focused on the right audience because your product's not going to be for everyone. So it is so important that you find that core target audience of who you're selling your product to because those are the people who are going to share your product and who are going to go 
get most excited about it. And so you want to research that target audience. You want to go be a part of them. You want to learn about what they want, what they need, how they want things to function. When I created my cloth diaper, I looked at that product and I, I wrote a list of everything that I loved and everything that I hated about cloth diapers. And then I compared that with my target audience, with the people who would be buying my product. And I wrote down what everything that they loved and hated about the cloth diapers they had. And then I took those aspects and I put everything that I loved about cloth diapers into the diaper and I pulled out all the components that I didn't like to make what I felt was the perfect product. And then, you know, again, and I'm going to beat this into you guys, consistent branding. You have to be consistent. Your company, when someone looks at it, they look at your logo, they look at a video, they look at an advertisement that they're instantly going to go, I know that company. When you see Coca-Cola, you know you know, you hear the songs, the radio jingles, you know, bang, I know that brand. I know who they are and I know what they're doing. And that consistent voice and tone is needs to be conveyed in that manner, whether it's upbeat, heartfelt, homespun, sexy, or even comical, depending on what you're trying to convey. So the clear message and the way that you, you project that is how you're going to get viral. I fart glitter and I poop rainbows. This is one of the images that I made to make my clients giggle just a little bit because it's it's just kind of hilarious to think about. Um, and it's one of the ways that I worked on emotionally connecting with them. So one of the things I want you to think about is how can you help your customers use your products better? And you want to to ask yourself some questions. Um, like I said, how can you help your customers use your products better? What are some of the questions that your customers, they might be asking about the subject that your product is about? So you're gonna put yourself in your customer's shoes. So if you've ever heard this saying about walking a mile in another man's shoes, you're literally gonna put on your customer's stinky shoes and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna think, okay, what is my customer thinking? How are they thinking? What are they walking? You want to walk the walk and talk the talk of your customer, right? And, you know, this gets into practical value that your product or service provides, right? Um, and so we're when we're walking in the shoes of our customers, we want to educate them. We want them to know what our product is and why our product is the best product they can possibly pull off the shelves and use for themselves, right? So we need to educate them on that. And sometimes that education, um, you know, can come in a fun, quirky way. And sometimes we're going to educate them on a problem that maybe they didn't know they had or we're going to educate them on a solution for their problem. That they're like, oh, I have this problem and I don't know the solution. And we're going to stand up and we're going to educate them on why our solution is the best at solving their problem, even if they didn't know they had it. Now, I'm not talking about pulling an Apple Watch, where Apple Watch essentially is a product that was created 
for no problem. So if you know, and most people I know, a lot of people don't really wear watches anymore, right? Because there's no point. You have your phone in your pocket. Watches, you know, can be just another thing you have to remember to put on during the day. And I know I don't wear a watch anymore. I know my husband doesn't wear a watch anymore. And um, so they kind of created a solution for a non-existent problem. And so that's why you didn't see Apple Watches take off like fire is because there wasn't a problem. They weren't solving anything that their customer needed. They were just kind of adding an accessory to a phone and it was a really expensive accessory, right? So what we want is that we want our customers to appreciate us. They want, we want them to appreciate our solutions and we want them to think, oh, that company really went above and beyond to create a really cool solution that's going to solve my problem. And we want them to see some surprising benefits to using our product that they're not going to get somewhere else or we're going to give them surprising savings. Like our product costs you know, $10 less than our competitor. And you can buy two of them for the cost of one of our competitor's products. Or you too can gain these benefits from the product. And that product, we want that product to make everyday activity better. So something that you do every day that it's going to make your life better. You want your customers to go, oh, that is going to make my day so much better, so much easier, so much faster, so much more pleasant, right? And so we're going to look at a few companies that were successful in doing that. And if you guys have been living under a rock, you probably don't recognize this image. But this is the Dollar Shave Club. And if you guys don't know who Dollar Shave Club is, go Google it. You're missing out. It's hilarious. But Dollar Shave Club focused focuses on pretty much just selling razors and shaving supplies. And what they do is they do what they do really well. They make it really easy for their customers. And they also focus on giving some practical grooming tips and advice for what is their predominantly male clientele. Um, they, they provide some fun and interesting answers to, to questions that maybe men are afraid to ask or ones that they don't ask themselves, like whether okay, it's okay or not to uh, not wash their hands after peeing, which by the way, so not okay. Wash your hands, men. Wash them. I have four boys at home and I cannot tell you how much I have to sit here and tell them, did you wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? Nine times out of 10, they're like, no, why? Um, hello. You just used the bathroom. It's kind of gross not to wash your hands. Um, and it's really funny the way that Dollar Shave Club teaches these things. So we're going to go back to what we talked about. We're teaching in a fun, entertaining, engaging way that pulls in the customers and says, I want more from this company. Um, so it doesn't really matter what you're selling. It could be craft accessories, computer software, 
you're going to want to provide a value to your customer. You're going to want your customers to go, I have to buy whatever I'm buying from this person because they give me so much value. They just make my day so much better. So this is the next campaign that I really want you guys to go look up. If you have not looked this up, this is freaking awesome. And the tagline is amazing. The best poop of your life, right? So poop is a really taboo subject. And the Squatty Potty really took this to a funny, hilarious, and educating level with their new advertising campaign. So if you haven't seen this video, look it up. But what Squatty Potty did is that they took a product that they've actually had around for five or 10 years and they went on to Shark Tank, got some advertising bucks, and they came up with this commercial that is so hilarious, but educational at the same time that it got shared millions of times, right? I mean, and who thought watching a unicorn poop on TV would do this? But it did. And it made their products one of those new things that now everybody knows what a squatty potty is. Everybody feels like they have to have one because they're like, this is the solution to the problem that I was always afraid to ask somebody about, the taboo thing. And they approached the taboo in such a fun and hilarious manner that it just it made their product blow up. And so they're really, they're helping their customers approach this subject that's maybe not, I mean, you don't sit around the couch at night, you know, with your family and you don't really sit around and talk about pooping habits. And so they've approached this in a way that makes it fun and hilarious. And if they would have approached this in a more medical way, it would have not come close to, to having the impact or going viral. People would have been like, oh yeah, that's interesting. And they may or may not have purchased the product. But when they approach it in this really fun and hilarious way, now people are like, I've got to go check that out. That video is hilarious. And that product actually might solve one of my problems. Um, so, and I want you guys to note too, though, that the practical value provide should be relevant to what you're selling. So you don't want to provide unrelated unrelatable, can't talk today, guys, uh, practical value to your product um, that would make your customer confused. So um, the Squatty Potty should not start talking about, you know, the next big thing in shaving because they don't shave. Just where Dollar Shave Club shouldn't start talking about squatty potties because they don't sell them. And when you do things and you bring things into your brand that become confusing, you lose that ability to be viral because your customer might get, might get hooked. And then they'll be like, wait, what the heck was that? I don't get that. That's, that's not, that's not the squatty potty. I know that's not the dollar shave club. I know. And so they get really confused about the brand and it makes it hard to connect. So with my unicorn box company, I made sure that I was very consistent with the branding. I was very like, okay, we're unicorns, we have bright colors. And I was really consistent in who I was targeting. I wanted to make sure that I have the right message for the right people, right? And that's really part of the three must-haves. You know, if you're if you're sitting here and you're 
you know, selling squatty potties, you're not going to go target teenage girls in 17 magazine because they don't really care about how they poop. Right. And so like with my unicorn box company, I targeted people that liked Comic-Con. I targeted people that liked, um, you know, comic characters and Doctor Who and, you know, really geeky, nerdy type people because those are the awesome people that are really going to get what I'm selling, right? So you want to make sure that you know your customer very well because you want them to smell what you're stepping in buy what you're saying, that you want them to know what's going on, right? So just to recap, three must-haves that you need to have to make your product go viral. Emotional connection, visibility, and practical value. And when you base your products on this pillar to start out with, you have a leg up in getting your products to the viral level and you're going to connect with your customer more and they're going to refer you. You're going to have that shareability where they just get so excited about your product. They can't even stand it. And that's the kind of customers that you want. You want people that are like, I am so stinking excited about what's going on here that I have to share it with a thousand people because this product I know is going to change my life and I bet it's going to change my friend's life and I don't even own it yet, but I'm excited about it. And that's what you want to do when you get this viral product. So geniuses, if you are ready and you're sitting there going, I need this, I need to get my product viral and I need to take this to the next level. I have something that I've created for you guys and it's called get viral. And this is my new six weeks week course that is designed with you guys in mind that will take you from confused and wondering why your product isn't viral when you have the best product in the world to launching the next must-have contagious product. And I think that you guys are just going to love this. And what I'm doing really something very special just for my listeners. Um, you guys are going to get a discount. If you put Girl Genius Podcast in, you're going to get a $200 discount, $200 discount on the program. And you're going to get a coaching call with me, the six-week program, and we're going to have weekly group coaching coaching calls, as well as a product evaluation. And I'm really excited about the product evaluation because you can give me your ideas and I'm going to go through them with you. And we're going to evaluate your product for viral capabilities. And if your product has it, we're going to help you launch it. And if it needs some tweaking, I'm going to help you get through that on how to tweak your product, what to tweak with your brand, with your product, and with your messaging to set it up to be the next viral thing, the next must-have. So if you're ready to do this and you're ready to sign up, right now you get the discount. For the next month, I have the discount just for my podcast and YouTube listeners. Um, we're going to start the first week of January and we're going to go full force in the new year on getting your product viral. So go visit girlgeniusinventors.com slash blah. 
can't talk today, girlgeniusinventors.com slash get viral and get ready to take your product to the next level. And geniuses, until next time, remember that we determine our destiny and we are architects of our own genius. So I want you to go out there and share your amazing genius and talents with the world. Goodbye.